We're live. Welcome back to the Nathan Stephen Podcast, Time Times. We talk about movies and shows and things and things and things. Today, we're back. I don't know how long it's been since we released the last one. Not that long. Two days. We've been two days still. We're back to talk about more controversial Star Wars opinions, even though this one isn't that controversial. It's so controversial. I hate Clone Wars. It's controversial. Now we're talking about the Clone Wars animated series, 2008 to 2013, 2020. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to set this up. It's a show. It takes place between two and three. Movies two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, general thoughts. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen Clone Wars, don't watch this. Joey, yes. Yes. I'm targeting you. Do not watch this podcast. We will be spoiling. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just general thoughts on the show. It's good. Just kidding. I hate it. No, um, it's, for me, it's still bizarre like that you don't need to watch the entire show. So at first, that confused me, and I thought that was bizarre, and it still kind of is strange. But like every cheat sheet, like what you watched is pretty much like they call it the essential arcs, which is like the main storyline. Mm-hmm. And I gave you like a couple others that aren't the essentials, but like Mortis. I think that's what most people, yeah, exactly. But that's what most people watch is just the essentials. I don't think every most people don't actually watch the entire show. You have to watch Obi Wan be a bounty hunter. Oh uh, yeah, that one's entertaining. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of like that about the show. How it's like there's the main storyline, then there's cool arcs like that that are just harmless and they're just fun because yeah, that was supposed to be fun. And the prequels aren't. So there, wow, so many politics. It's yeah. just like, yeah, this is what the prequels should have been. Yeah, and like, yeah, stories. <laughs> it's it like it actually developed a connection between the characters that you're supposed yeah. to sympathize with, and it's like, oh, this is weird. Because it makes you want to watch the prequels, and then you remember those are, yeah, so it, bad. It like flushes out the war part of Star Wars, you know, because yeah. you actually get the sense that there's a war going on. Because literally, the movies completely skip that. Yeah, the begun the Clone War has, then it's just the end of the Clone War. Like they just skip it over, which is fine. That's like one of the problems with the prequels is all of them feel so disconnected because there's yeah. years in between each one. Phantom Menace, there's like what, like ten years. Between Phantom yeah. Mask and Attack of the Clones. The biggest gap in the original trilogy is like, yeah. between like Return and Empire. Like yeah, that. it's literally, and you don't even like realize, like, it. there's a slight gap. You, like, you learn. Yeah, you can't really tell. Like, yeah, it's not that, because it's just like, it's it's still like going off the events of the last movie where Phantom Menace doesn't matter. Attack of the Clones, like, I mean, really doesn't matter because they skip over like anything that it could have caused. So, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's solid. It's just, it's good story. And it introduces, like, I, I keep talking about world building in Star Wars, but it's just true, because, like, that's one of the most interesting parts about any series. And uh, I don't know, like, it introduces almost the whole idea of, like, Mandalorian, Mandalorians. Because now yeah. there's Mandalorian show, obviously. And uh, I don't know, we all knew Boba Fett existed from the originals, but, like, this actually flushes out the idea of, like, Mandalore and what it is and Mandalorians. It's, I think that's cool, because it's one of the, my favorite parts of Star Wars. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't even remember if like, is it ever like said that? But no, Pat, I don't even know. I'm like, I know Django Fett's a man, but I don't think they ever really mentioned it. So, yeah, interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my favorite parts too is the characters they introduce. They're all, I don't know if there's anyone I like dislike that they introduce. I'm trying to think, like, top of my head. So, like, I'll just go through the five that, like, top of my head are it's like Ahsoka, Ventress, Savage. Rex. Rex. And then I count Darth Maul because he's a new he's pretty much a new character. Yeah, that's true. He's not really like and then there's all the other clones that are good, but Yeah, yeah. They all die though, it sucks. <laughs> yep. Every single one. People die in this show. So many. Oh my gosh, dude. When you told me <laughs> the kids show, first arc. I'm pretty sure the first episode I ever watched, someone like committed yeah. suicide. Yeah, and the man like, oh. yeah. Yeah, he, he jumps off like a balcony and like dies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, I it's at some point it just be, it's not repetitive, but it's just like wow, people just keep dying. But it's like it does raise the stakes that it's an actual war because yeah, when people die in the prequels, I don't feel anything at all. You mean you, you talked about like and who died? What? Died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't care. It's just like oh, he was a character, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Actually, like I did not like his character. He's just. 
I don't know. People care about the weirdest characters. I'm Boba Fett. I just don't understand. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll just we'll just talk about the arcs, I guess, individually. So yeah. the first series you watched was the Mandalore plot stuff. Why don't we give you one of like the beginning things? of the Mandalore plot, and then and the Night Sisters, and then the like actual Mandalore. With yeah, the Darth Maul and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, like you acted like this. Like I know it does get a lot better from there. But like it was a good start to the show. It is, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's pretty. It's fast moving. That's definitely the fastest paced like series that like I gave you the watch of the essential arc. It's just very. Uh, I don't know. Stuff's always happening, constantly. Yeah, yeah and a, lot, a lot happens. In that. It's just it's good to spend time with Darth Maul and actually learn. Like even though his motive, his reason for being alive, like kind of makes sense. But you just like I don't know. What do you think about it? Um. I mean, it is ridiculous when you look at it, yeah. but like, on based off of his character yeah. and like his whole character's motivations throughout the show, yeah, um, like it makes sense. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's just um, not. It's not the same person. No, he's not. <laughs> like he has to talk. Yeah, and it's weird. it's interesting because he like starts so like outraged and revenge driven and like he killed like he chops off like eight people's heads to try to get kenobi to fall and his whole plan at first is just to yeah. make kenobi suffer and it continues to be that but then he like tries to search for power and he tries to take over mandalore and at the end like by the final arc he's like a very like wise type of like it's very bizarre his his character is yeah it's an uh, arc it's, it changes which is yeah yeah one thing i wanted to point out because it was like weird to see i feel like it was like yeah. it shocked me a little bit um, at the end of the Mandalore plot slash Darth Maul, I mean, arc, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like Palpatine comes in, you know? Uh-huh. And it's like weird to see Darth Maul beg for like mm-hmm. forgiveness. And it, it was just like, it like it, it establishes Palpatine's power a lot more than the yeah. prequels ever did. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because he seems like that's the strange. First time, it was, that's the it first was time crazy. he shows like vulnerability. Yeah. And especially because Savage just died too. And yeah. he was like sad by that. And like in the beginning, you can tell, like he said, it's, they're not brothers. He's the master, and he's yeah, the, exactly not Padawan. I don't know what it is in Sith, but you know, that's true. The only thing I don't like is it's one of the books, but they brush over how like Maul escapes from Palpatine's like capture. Because mm-hmm. Palpatine's like, I have other plans for you, and you both you and Danny ask, they're like, okay, so how's he show up in the final arc? It's like yeah, was... he just he gets broken up by Mandalorian. That's all you're supposed to know, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're really no to do it. Yeah, but Maul, I mean, he has very little episodes, honestly, because when most people think Clone Wars are like, Darth Maul's back, like, that's what I think of, like, he's one of the major players, but he's in it for, like, eight episodes. That's not very much, given yeah. that season long. But also, you know, eight episodes is more than a movie, so. That's true, that's true. It's just, the it's the refreshing part, because we'll, I want to talk about Ahsoka next. So I gave you the Citadel and then her arc where she gets kicked out. Only because the Citadel, I think it's kind of interesting, but it's just because you get to spend time with the characters. And it's like, it just, it makes stuff like more emotional when actual things happen. Like you just have a connection. Like you just talked about even when Savage died. I don't want to say I was sad about it, but it's like, well, I'd seen him for like eight episodes at that point or something. And it's like, when yeah. he died, you kind of feel something. Yeah. Um, the thing about Citadel, like I know like there was like at least five clones that died. Like, I don't know. But then, yeah. like, Echo was, like, a main... I didn't realize he was, like, yeah, a... Yeah, he barely, like, talked And they were, like, oh, uh, in the Bad Batch arc, they're, like, oh, Echo. And I was, like, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Like, I, I he, didn't... I don't even know which one he was. Like, it was either one that fell. Up. He just gets, like, blown up, but, like, they don't show oh. what happens. <laughs> it's random, but, yeah. Because yeah. there was just yeah. so many clones. It's dying. Yeah. And I thought it was... I didn't remember, like, because... Like I'd seen Citadel, but I watched it again, and it's like Tarkin is like in that, and I think that's a really yeah. interesting. He's also in the other Ahsoka arc where he he like does yeah. Ahsoka's trial. It's really interesting to see Tarkin because he's not in the prequels. Mm. So yeah, it's cool to see Tarkin and Anakin's relationship. Yeah, like, soon they'll be working. How they agree, and just like to touch on Anakin, like I want to yeah, talk about more about, yeah, the, the final wanna... arc because um, I don't know, like they definitely try to make convince you that anakin like his turn was reasonable yeah and it's not clone wars fault i think yeah but, like it still does fall a little short yeah it does it's and just, i feel like, like they, they didn't have much to work it, like it always i think it always will fall short like every time yeah, i watch it's so hard I think to it'll, it'll just feel so sudden 
and it sucks because like Darth Vader is so iconic, and we always talk mm. about it. They, they messed it up. Like I don't know how you make this turn. So, <laughs> yeah. it like they they realized they messed up in Attack of the Clones when they like yeah. made him insane, mm-hmm. and then they like yeah, brought it back because they were still like what three four years from then until yeah. he became actually Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you can like see a complete shift in character at the beginning of Revenge, and it just feels off. I don't know. They I mean, yeah, they just screwed. Taken alone, I guess, if you ignore the whole prequels Anakin, like this, the Clone Wars Anakin, his turn might be a little more believable because there's stuff throughout, like you didn't see when Obi-Wan becomes a bounty hunter, they, there's other stuff that like leads, they just drop hints throughout the show that like the Jedi Council is like almost betraying him and it makes, it would make more yeah. sense to why he was so susceptible to like Palpatine's like trickery, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like especially yeah. the Ahsoka one, like Ahsoka's his Padawan, I know you didn't get to see that much of him, but like the Clone Wars movie, is when Ahsoka's introduced and like, I don't know, he, he's like, she's his Padawan and they have a deep connection. And I saw a thing like, if he had to choose between Padme or Ahsoka, like, like to keep one alive, like most people, it was like a poll or something. Most people said he would probably keep Ahsoka and it's just cause he has a deeper connection. Like him and Padme's relationship still isn't that fleshed out and yeah. isn't Ahsoka. Is. I just feel like if they, in the prequels, if they took the direction instead of like Padme, like that was yeah. the reason for his turn or if it was like obi-wan or ahsoka yeah. were, was in the prequels like either his master or his padawan like someone that's yeah. close to him and like knows him well i mean padme like is supposed to know him well but it like they don't do anything with the relationship that. so yeah. Uh, yeah like it would have been a, lo- a lot better yeah it, yeah it's, and i don't know i still don't know if i like if this anakin like makes the prequel Anakin better because like obviously he's a better character and like you yeah. like him kind of like yeah you should like him anyway but like you do like Anakin and like I don't know you kind of feel for him when Ahsoka leaves and he's like broken about it and stuff but then again like I don't know if that makes the prequels better or worse because it makes the prequel Anakin way less likable but yeah well because prequel Anakin just feels like ridiculous like uh, I feel like a person you yeah know? just yeah i don't it's, know it's, it's so it's so weird how inconsistent that anakin is but then obi-wan is the same character yeah and, obi-wan is literally the same yeah clone wars is like he looks and sounds the same and acts it's crazy i really like how they like juxtapose uh obi-wan's or like they compare and contrast like his situation with satine with um anakin and padme because yeah obi-wan's still like he obviously like loves satine because when satine dies she's like i've always loved you or whatever something like that but he never like gets into it. He still goes to help her and stuff because he cares about her, obviously. But he's able to refrain from like engaging in like a romance with her, yeah. while Anakin clearly does. So I thought that was interesting. It shows their differences in character. And I liked when um in the show, they actually like when him and Darth Maul were fighting. Yeah. Like it actually felt like Obi Wan was being tempted by the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like the first time you've ever seen this like iconically good character ever actually yeah. be bad and like that's what should have happened in yeah, the and phantom menace because like they justify his anger and like vengeance yeah it's like good like it's really weird like he, he like he's mad when he's fighting darth maul because maul and they just fly and out then, like but then like that makes him into a master like the jedi just like give him the title of master yeah i know it's weird because in this one maul this ball of rage is like tempting and mocking obi-wan the entire time he's like angry and like you could see it's making obi-wan like not himself and it, it like why wouldn't it make him mad it's a very like yeah better way to tell his dark side like or like pull the dark side than yeah. whatever the prequels did. they didn't even address in the prequels yeah. Yeah, you're right they reward him it doesn't make sense <laughs> but yeah uh i don't know the clone arcs i mean we, we brushed over so but there's not that much to talk about until the final one i feel like but I think, yeah, the clone arcs are probably my I'm second favorite, like just yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Second favorite other than the final arc. Because, like, I like Ahsoka and Darth Maul arcs. They're good. But, like, I also want, I like the backstory of the Clone Wars and, like, actual fighting of the, like, and just, like, seeing everything flushed out a lot more. <laughs> just, like, the prequels just, like, name drop these things that you're supposed to understand. I'm, yeah. Like the Order sixty six is never explained ever yeah, until the, yeah, like you think, and it's like crazy to think like these clones in the movies, clones and stormtroopers are seen as like just like 
disposable. Yeah. And they're like video game characters. Like they yeah. get killed left and I mean they do in Clone Wars, but you actually like care. Yeah. Um they get killed left and right and like they're they're finally humanized. Yeah. Like clones, not stormtroopers, but like yeah. But clones are like humanized in um Clone Wars and it's nice to see like like this sucks that they got turned. Yeah. And it like it makes the final arc that much better. I it's just you're right, like that was the word I was gonna use. They humanize the clones, and it's the Clone Wars, so I guess that's what the show should be about. But they each have their own individual personalities, and you see they try to separate themselves with like haircuts and tattoos. Yeah, like they're all trying to be their own person, but at the core of it, they're the same. So it's like it's a really interesting thing, and I've never seen that like told anywhere in any other movies or like media. So it's interesting, and like even things like in the Fives arc. Remember when he's like hiding on Coruscant, and he goes to, like that clone bar where they're just yeah. like stuff like that like they're all hanging out they're trying to be real people but like they're not at the same time and one of my favorite lines is in the final arc when rex is talking to ahsoka he's like we have mixed feelings about the war like without it we wouldn't be here but like we hate fighting and it's it's a really interesting like dynamic i guess mm-hmm. so. yeah i mean like i guess the sequel the only thing i can think of that like try to do the same like except for stormtroopers sequel yeah. is try to humanize them with finn yeah that's true they screwed it up though yeah they did. it sucks because that could have been interesting yeah like force awakens did and then finn got sidelined so yeah no but it comes to the point where my favorite character is like rex of the clone wars and he's yeah. a clone like that's so bizarre to me but he's I know. and yeah i don't know the Umbara arc is awesome because you get to see him struggle with trying to follow orders while also you know standing up for himself and the rest of his clones yeah and it was just like like one of the like I don't know. Well, I don't know like the word to describe it, but like when the clones start killing each other, yeah, and like that, it's just like sad. Like, yeah, like it's like Harper. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. They don't know better. And Krell's using the Krell sucks, but he's he's so well written, as in like he's intimidating, and he has such a position of power where you're able to like empathize with the clones and be like, I don't know. I was able to put myself in that position and be like, like what would I do? Like that sucks. Like I don't know how to stand dogma. up. Yeah, dogma. Yeah, dogma. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't know. Like, I didn't expect Dogma to kill him at the end. I don't know why. Like, I feel like that was set up a little bit, but, like, I thought Rex was going to show him. No, when I when they shot, I was like, oh, it was Dogma. Mm-hmm. Like, but then, yeah. I didn't really predict it going up to that point. Um, yeah. yeah. And, I don't know. I still don't understand what that heroes on both sides line meant in the pretext of revenge. Dude, I have zero but, idea. But, it like, literally the, doesn't make any sense. The reverse of that, like, the villains on both sides type of thing. Like, I like how Barris, Ofri, and, like, the Ahsoka arc, and, like, Krell are both Jedi who are, like, part of the council, but they're not tempted by the other side, but they see, like, the war as bad, and they're both trying to be, like, separatists. Like, they're separatists. Like, they don't believe in it. And that's, like, the good political side of Star Wars. Like, that's so simple. Like, they don't believe in the war and the Jedi. They're separatists because they want to be separate. It's that easy. And the prequels don't... Well, and then, like, Ahsoka, I mean, she's not a separatist, but she's, like, yeah that the jedi like, yeah they, they're not the same as like what they should be and like they're supposed to be these peacekeepers but instead they're they're literally generals like for yeah, the war like yoda like yeah and it, so dumb it's so like frustrating to see yoda like barking at clones and like in yeah. he's in dagobah training yeah i mean they do do it a little bit in clone wars but maybe they, they yeah. did it more in other arcs um but like one thing i wish i saw more was like actually like making the jedi council likable i mean i guess you're not supposed to side with them because they're like they're not completely in the right yeah um but like you just don't like any of the jedi in in the prequels like at all i hate all of them like including yoda (laughs) like they're all so bad yeah no Mm. yeah and this, I like, one of my favorite parts too is like, because the, you're like, when you're talking about Order 66 and how they killed the Jedi, you just felt nothing. But even not even including Order 66, like, you see the relationship between the Jedi like, and Umbara before Krell shows up, like Anakin in the 501st Battalion or whatever they call him, like yeah. Rex and them. Like, yeah. they're like friends and buddies. And that's why, like, Rex is so amazed at Krell just being so mean to them. It's like, like, Anakin's his friend. And I kind of like that because it just makes the turn so heartbreaking, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The final arc was. Like, even though I, like, once you knew it was, like, set up during Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. You just, just like, oh, oh, 
We can just talk about that final art because I want yeah, to. And I want it, to there's it. a lot to. It's like I don't even consider. Part, it feels like a movie. Like it, the way like even the text at the beginning. They don't even do the intro for three out of the four. Of them. I know. Yeah, it's like crazy. And like they they clearly want to separate it as like, and the animation is so much better. It's just so, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so different. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just like I guess starting from the beginning. Yeah. I mean. Um. It was nice to see like. Anakin and Ahsoka like their relationship again yeah just to like remind the viewers that like they were like really really close Mm -hmm. before you know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. um yeah and I thought like looking back on it it felt a little off just because you know Anakin's about to turn yeah but it does like it still fits like like it's just supposed to make you feel more like you, you feel bad because you don't want Anakin to turn like you know like Ahsoka is one of those reasons it's just it hurts so bad when like Anakin's leaving to like then by the way when they're going to Coruscant it's to rescue the Chancellor beginning of revenge I don't know if yeah. you knew that because it took me a second for some reason I don't know why but anyway when he like says bye to Ahsoka and he's like smiling they're smiling at each other like they'll see each other again soon and you know they won't and that like that sucks like that hurts and it's because you actually care about the characters and you know their relationship now. Yeah. It's just, there's no emotion in the prequels and this is full of it for some reason, even though it's an animated series on Cartoon Network. Um, yeah. And the way they like writ or wrote off Ahsoka, Darth Maul, Rex, all these characters that yeah. aren't in the prequels. Yeah. And like we're able to still fit them in within the story. Like, yeah. yeah, within the story of Revenge. Yeah. It was like, it was really well written in that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Ahsoka gets sent with Rex um, to go capture Darth Maul. And um, you see, like, this moment near the end. Uh, not near the end. Like, near the end of the episode, I think. Yeah. I, I don't remember which episode. I think it was still the first one, right? Yeah. Or it might have been the second one. when they like. The first one ends in the sewers when, like, Maul walks out and, like, yeah. like I wanted Kenobi. Or yeah. yeah. Well, in the, like, near the final fight, or after the final fight, I guess. Um, it's like you saw this moment with Ahsoka mm-hmm. that like she actually considers like siding with Darth Maul and it like really drives home that she's not a Jedi like yeah. you you she like you see her using the blue lightsabers and she's yeah. fighting for the right reasons but like she's not a Jedi like it, it's yeah. really yeah she's like welcome to making her own opinion and, like hearing other Just people do the right thing like yeah exactly so no that's politics no yeah yeah, and oh, one of the most, so, like, back to the beginning of that first episode when, like, Anakin grants her that entire army, like, all wearing the, the yeah, helmet, that, like, resemble her. That sucks. It makes it, like, it's so, like, cruel and messed up that they're all trying to kill her later wearing her own, like, I know, gear. Yeah. And, like, it's so, it's so messed up. Yeah. I don't know. I've definitely felt something there. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was just supposed to be, like, remind you that the clones are like yeah like it like it, it's just trying to like bring more emotion into this thing yeah. that like felt emotionless in the cl- uh, prequels and emo- uh, so it's like the god treatment with action like even the first episode when she's dropping she doesn't use a jetpack and just gets down from the ship all the way to the mm-hmm. floor like that seems awesome because it's almost like one take and then she, the fight with maul is like probably my second favorite in all star wars lightsaber fights which is yeah. weird it's, but... like, it's a really good fight because Ahsoka's like OP now. Yeah, and Maul is Maul, so. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, I we like the Phantom Menace fight, obviously, because it's cool, but like, this is like the Phantom Menace fight with characters. Like, yeah. you know Maul's motivation, and it's really interesting him knowing, like, not exactly what's about to happen, but he knows, like, that the shift in power is happening, and he knows that Anakin's the key. Yeah. Because we know what's happening, so it's cool to see them figure it out. Like, yeah. Dramatic irony. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was nice to see like Maul like Maul actually like figured pretty much everything out on his own. Yeah. Um yeah. And so then Maul gets arrested. Yeah. Um and like yeah, and then takes him onto the ship and then the start of that third episode too, like you the score is like this like high not a high pitch, but like everything just feels like it feels like the calm before the storm in that third episode. Mm-hmm. 
like everything i can't describe the vibe of that episode but before order 66 has declared everything just like feels like on edge and you see Maul yeah. like meditating the entire time like you just know it's about to happen but yeah yeah yeah, yeah and then you you like they like give you the dialogue or it's, I don't, it's not the exact dialogue like it's not taken from the movie right when it's like anakin it's like i need him then yeah well like the the one thing they do the exact dialogue is like when mace when he's like i sense a plot to destroy the jedi or whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. she literally walks in like at the end of the scene in revenge so yeah. that it's like consistent like with it but yeah. yeah but the dialogue is almost exact except there's like one line it's like he says what have i done but it's like the clone wars anakin's voice i think or something yeah it sounded like, different like, they like mix it with the hayden one like they they yeah i don't know hayden's bad yeah um yeah so then that plays out and you're like yeah it just feels, yeah. Like you can feel Ahsoka like she knows what just happened. Yeah, she can feel it, and so can Maul. But then, oh, I hate how Rex like he's like trying to resist it, and he drops his helmet. And he's like shaking, and then he's like remembering up to fives because he's it's like he's putting it all together because yeah. he knows. I don't remember if he believed fives at the end of the arc, but like it was like because they they just like in, um, they, I guess they discussed it in like the yeah. final arc, like. Rex opens, or Ahsoka? I think Ahsoka might open it. It's like Rex is recording of what happened after Fi's death. Oh, yeah, his brief or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he he doesn't, like, completely believe him, but he thinks there might be something going on. Like, yeah. they should investigate it more. I think Ahsoka discovers it. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but she, it, like, knows what's happening, kind of. Yeah. Oof. And then they all, they pretty much all turn into like stormtroopers, like after Order 66 turn, like they're not themselves. Yeah. yeah. I think Rex makes a con about it. He's like, he doesn't know what came over him or something like that. They're just not themselves, like once Order 66 is declared. So, I don't know. And you know, there's an inhibitor chip, which makes more sense because in the movie, it just makes no sense why they would just turn on their Jedi like that. I thought they were just like literally, like I thought they just like were just siding with them this whole yeah. time and like they were just going to betray them. Like they yeah. really knew. Like that's what I assumed. I always thought that they like that they were evil the entire time. Then they were just yeah. Evil. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But it was nice to give some backstory. Like you actually, because I remember like before um, the clone arc that like discussed Order sixty six. Mm-hmm. I was like, but like I don't like these clones because I know they're gonna be bad. Like yeah. I thought like Rex and all of them were just like playing along, and then yeah, you but figure out it's not them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. you didn't like them because you thought they were evil in time. Yeah, that's interesting. And then, I don't. It's really like you got the luxury of like not knowing whether Ahsoka, Rex, or Maul. Like, yeah, was, that was that's, like awesome because like I I knew that they would because I knew about Rebels, but like yeah. I figured Rex or Ahsoka was gonna die. Just like mm-hmm. they're gonna kill one of them was gonna kill. Each. Oh, you need, oh, need Maul and Solo though. So you... Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I don't know why he's there, but he is. Whatever. <laughs> now then, like, Ahsoka, like, lets them all go to, like, I thought they were going to work together at first, but I was like, that wouldn't make any sense. And then she just, like, lets them go without a lightsaber in order to. Yeah, and then he just goes and, like, sick. Dude, that's, like, that's, like, the prime scene for people to say it's a kitchen, because he, like, cuts off people's arm. He, like, goes around <laughs> holding that clone's arm with, like, the communicator on it, because yeah. he, like, cuts yeah. it off. <laughs> Or he like impales people against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just yeah. so insanely OP. It's like Vader's hallway scene in Rogue One. Yeah, but yeah. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand when like she's taking the inhibitor chip out of Rex and she's like, "I want the Force, Force with me." I don't know what that was trying to drive home. Yeah, I don't know how that made the thing show up, but I, don't I, know there. I think it might have just been a reference. I think it was because I didn't understand it. Still, I was like, I could have done without that, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the I don't know. The last one, it's not much talk. It's pretty cool. She's just, they're struggling, like, not like with the moral compass of it, like whether to kill them or not, because they're all trying to kill them. But then they eventually come to the decision, like, they're not going to kill any of the yeah. clones directly, I guess. Yeah. It was interesting to see, like, Rex was, like, so willing to kill them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Ahsoka was the one that convinced him to not. not kill them. And it was like you could tell he didn't want to, but I think he just like thought it was the right choice. Like yeah. he had to. And he's literally like crying. Oh, that's yeah. 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 Um, and then 
She yeah. struggled and then she has to make the decision whether to help Rex or like let Maul get away. Cause you could tell she so desperately does not want Maul to get away. Then mm -hmm. Rex is taking like heavy fire. So she makes the choice to save Rex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have to get off the ship as it's falling. <laughs> it's like the Revenge of the Sith scene, except better because care. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know, just to drive home the idea like that the clones are people and they're humanized. Like they collect every single clone's helmet from the wreckage yeah. and they give them a grave. Or not in their helmet, their entire body, it looks like. Like, they give them a funeral. And it's, like, interesting. Yeah. And then there's that final scene. That final scene surprised the heck. I thought it was going to end with the funeral scene. And then it, like, faded to black. Then the Vader one came up. And I was, like, like, I still don't really know when it takes place. I don't know if they ever confirmed it. Because it could be during the originals or during, like, in between. I still don't know when it takes place. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, like, yeah. There's no dialogue either. Like, after... Yeah. I think until like after, I don't even know when the last line of dialogue is because the whole funeral, there's no dialogue and the whole Darth Vader thing, there's no talking at all. It's just mm -hmm. like, show not tell, which is yeah how it should be. And it's like, like I mean, compared, this scene is supposed to be like a lot like, um, like the scene at the end of Revenge where yeah. Padme dies because mm -hmm. it's like, it's supposed to be like his connection to these mm -hmm. people. And like this scene is just so much better. Mm -hmm. Vader well, just yelling no yeah well and to his knowledge as well I don't think I think he thinks Ahsoka probably died from that yeah yeah he's, I mean that's true yeah. like I think he would think she's dead yeah if it took place before Rebels I guess yeah yeah um yeah that scene was just like it was just hard to it's watch just, it, it just shows he's lost like everything like he literally has nothing because you know he's lost Padme and all his friends and the Jedi and he's wearing the Darth Vader thing and he turns on Ahsoka's lightsaber. He's just standing there alone. Like, and Ahsoka was like his best friend. And it just, it just makes the turn so much harder for Anakin because it's like he literally lost like everything. And that yeah. was here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, okay, I don't know what the owl, because I haven't seen that arc. Yeah. Um, but like the blue lightsaber, I feel like that was a reference to say, like, there is still good in Anakin. Yeah. I and, think like, that I, whole I, scene. And, like, it's supposed to just, like, tease what's going to happen in the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I didn't even think about that, but that does make sense. But then the, the is the owl the, supposed to be the dark side? So, yeah, you'll see. So, in the Mortis trilogy, or, like, the arc, not the trilogy. Yeah, whatever. Three, three episode arc. Anyway, there's the father, the son, the daughter. The father is, like, the balance between the two. Mm -hmm. The son is complete evil, and the daughter is complete, like, light. And she has this, like, owl for the whole time named Morai, the, the light side daughter. And it's like, it represents the true good of things. And you'll see like the owl like appears kind of throughout Star Wars, I guess. And it, it shows up at the end of that one. Cause like, it shows that it's been following Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Cause Ahsoka, one of the best parts about Ahsoka is she represents like what a Jedi should be, even though she's not a Jedi. Yeah. Like she's probably the most morally like focused and light side out of all the Jedi yet. Mm -hmm. the, like it just shows like that the council was not right. So. Yeah, like it's yeah that because it's for sure like she does because to see Obi Wan and like all these other Jedi like actually kill mm -hmm. it does it doesn't feel like that is what a Jedi should be yeah doing. and she like embodies what a Jedi should be even though she's not a Jedi so mm -hmm. it's really interesting but yeah the Morai is the owl that like follows her now because she's like the lot of you and it's in Rebels I guess when they're doing that weird time travel whatever it yeah. is I don't even understand. Um. Anyway. And then, I don't know when this happens. Wait, I'm trying to think now. Because, <laughs> like, um, I, they were just, someone was discussing Luke, and it was like, is he the chosen, like, he's supposed to be the chosen one, not Anakin, you know? Yeah, I mean. Um, I forget when this happens. Like, I don't even know if it's in Clone Wars. It might be in the prequels. I don't know. Where did I see this? Well, they say in Revenge of the Sith, the prophecy misread, like, could have been, because they yeah. believed it was Anakin to bring balance, but it actually turned out, like, well, it was Anakin, actually, at the end, because he turned yeah. into the light, and yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. Um, but it was, like, it's weird to see that, um, I don't know, I don't know where I was going with this. Like, I had a thought about this the other day. I was like, oh, I should probably talk about that on the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It was something with, like, Luke and Anakin. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> hmm. um, 
Yeah. Um, but then, like, just like the touch on Rebels, because it kind of is the end of Clone Wars and like all yeah. these characters, kind of. Yeah. Um, the Obi Wan and Darth Maul fight, like that felt like it was like a good ending, but like it was brief. But it was like Darth Maul was like, like you can tell he's not completely evil. Yeah, but he like he he still that last bit of revenge in him that he wanted. But like when he lost to Obi Wan, he wasn't like distraught by it. Like he was like, is he the one to bring balance or whatever? Like he. Oh, that was it. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. It was yeah. That's where. It, oh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like Obi Wan says. Yeah, they're almost yeah. like friends at the. It's so like it's interesting because like. Well, it it like it perfectly sums up like di- their dynamic. Yeah, like, they're not. I mean, they are enemies, but, but by no means does Maul like enemies with them anymore. He's just still clinging on to that hatred because yeah. he ruined his life pretty much. It, but it was like it was never really Maul's fault. Like mm-hmm. it was all Palpatine. Like all the Sith, you can't really blame them. Because they're all being manipulated by Palpatine. Yeah. Um, not all of them. I mean, Count Dooku is like him. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Darth, but Darth Maul, like you can tell, like even if it was up to him, I mean, well, like the be- okay, the best comparison I can draw is like Ventress, because mm-hmm. Ventress is like, like she was a Jedi in the beginning, right? Yeah. And then yeah. she was like turned to the dark side, and even then, like after she was betrayed. Like, she didn't want to be part of the Sith anymore. Mm-hmm. She's literally, yeah. like, bad Ahsoka, kind of. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's why it's cool to see them, like, team up a little bit in her arc. Because, like, they have similar goals in mind. And, like, even Ventress is, like, so you were betrayed. Or, like, some, I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. like, like, you were betrayed, too. Like, why? Um, I don't know. I think she, like, wanted to, like, I, I forget what happened exactly, but it was it was cool to see like their relationship and how similar they are, even though they're like still on opposite sides. Ahsoka's just, she's my favorite. She just feels like a person, and like it's so cool that she's not like affiliated with one side, like the evil or the light. Like she's she's she teams with Ventress literally, and she's like open to hearing like Maul's like proposal to yeah. what to do. Like I just it makes me so happy because she just feels like a human because yeah, she actually friend. does want peace like she, yeah, she wants they're the right. supposed to be peacekeepers and like they're fighting a war and like yeah. she is she's she's like willing to team up with maul to bring to like stop the chaos of like yeah. the empire so being established to, just take the place of help team yeah yeah it's just yeah it's so it's this is good politics like the morals of the war and like dark and light like that's Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Senate meetings. It's, yeah. Hmm. It's just, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know if it's slept on anymore because I know I talk about cloners a lot. It's just like, I don't know if I overhyped it, but it's just like, I just feel like it's essential now. Like, especially after that last arc, like overlooking it is almost like a crime to yourself because it's just so good. Like it's some of the best Star Wars content out there. And it's, yeah. Don't know. Well, because it has all these characters that are like, fundamental to like yeah Anakin's turn and like yeah. all the all this is like and then it even like introduces Mandalore and like mm-hmm. that the Darksaber and it explains all that before you yeah. actually get the Mandalorian and it takes place during a good time like the prequels like why like that's good because the prequel time is like interesting like the ideas but just executed horribly like yeah, I was, yeah. I don't know that's good to read. oh and I want to touch on so the Bad Batch are getting their own show. I know you've seen the trailer. Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. think about that? That's the only reason I really gave you their arc because it's just fine, but it's like, yeah. I don't think I saw the trailer. I didn't watch it, I feel like. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a cool idea. Like yeah. these clones that, like, I mean, the whole purpose of the show is like to give clones like, yeah. personalities, but like these are supposed to be like distinct from all other clones. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and like i said this like right when i began watching like it is like um st- a stereotypical group yeah like but it, like they're still good and like i in the movie or show whatever they're getting um it'd be nice to see their like personalities expanded upon yeah in more depth other than just like their base stereotype the description was like the bad batch like is struggling like struggles to find their place and like the new empire or something because it takes place after order 66 
and we like us as fans have yet to see whether they remove their inhibitor chip or they yeah. so yeah. we don't know yet but anyway it's like they're clones and they're but they're not actually so it, it takes place in a good time like that's kind of near the rebels time i'm guessing like the time between three and four should be interesting and the only really content we have is like rogue one solo and rebels so i don't know it might be like echo saving them because i know he's part of the group now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And i mean he might not have his chip because there would be no reason to give him like or have him have a chip because yeah like, if he were to go like insane while he was giving the clones orders or whatever like mm -hmm. you want to describe that as it'd be weird like i feel like they probably took it out maybe and it might be like him trying to save them mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see no i say yeah huh it's just yeah i don't know it just it makes me like i haven't seen rebels yet and it makes me want to watch it because like why would like it continues the characters yeah from the it's just like yeah because just watching that obi-wan and darth maul like yeah. it made me want to watch the show but i know and it's then, like it's one episode out of and that doesn't include the main characters of rebels yeah i know at all yeah like the main characters and then are there was the, you sent me the darth vader fight yeah like that was i didn't realize in the beginning like ahsoka didn't know that was anakin yeah, like she, I guess she didn't realize it. Yeah. Like, she didn't realize until he said Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. and his mask was, like, torn. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that was a good conclusion to her character. I mean, she probably should have died, but she went into... I don't even know where she was. I don't want to... I don't want to know. I don't... The space realm. Or weird, yeah. But, well, yeah. the show Rebels ends with, like, Ahsoka and, like, Sabine just, like, leaving. Like they're just they go off on their own, so I don't know. No, oh, cool. <laughs> sure. Well, so so does a lot. Yeah. 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 Mm. It'll be interesting because now there's like twelve shows coming out too, so it's, it's going to be like it's going to parallel the MCU with all the releases coming out. Yeah. But it's like okay, just to like go back to Anakin, the yeah. the prequels, like why would he kill children ever? Like other than like following Palpatine's orders. It just doesn't make, it's not whole, within his character. The whole thing that like you're supposed to uh, the Clone Wars establishes is Anakin is doing it because he wants to protect the ones that he loves. Yeah. Yeah. And like it just doesn't go so against his character to just yeah. kill children. And like like they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, they're just young dead, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to see Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship actually flushed out. And I totally forgot. Like in the beginning of Revenge, you're like, oh, they talk about all these experiences. And you're like, okay. Like, I mean, it doesn't see them. trying to yeah. justify that they're close now. Yeah. Even Phantom Menace, I mean, like, Obi-Wan doesn't even talk. And Anakin's kid. And then Attack of the Clones, it feels like Anakin, like, hates Obi-Wan for the majority of the movie. Yeah, no. He's like, like, he, like rants about him and yeah. how he's, like, isn't doing what's best for Anakin because I don't know it's stupid but then and then revenge suddenly they're like friends it's really weird I know it's just it just feels sudden like well what did we miss yeah yeah they're like they talk like friends it's it's hmm. they, you they, actually feel that you were my brother Anakin line like yeah that I mean, yeah. yeah that's the only good line in that whole scene probably but the other ones don't make any sense <laughs> Uh, it'll be interesting. That's why I'm excited for that Kenobi show. Not really for the Hayden part, but just for Obi-Wan as a character, because, like, he's alone now. He's lost Satine. He's lost Qui-Gon. He's lost Anakin. Like, he's gone through a lot, so it'll be really interesting to see how he copes with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is. <laughs> Wars. Watch it. <laughs> what are your top three arcs of the ones you've seen? I think you'll like the Morris one, by the way. And I haven't seen. Yeah, it. I mean, it sounds really interesting. It, it literally feels like an Avatar type type of thing. Avatar's good. Yeah, it's just not like essential, so I didn't throw it in. Um, it really fit, it's probably the final arc first, then yeah. Embargo. Embargo. Yeah, okay, I keep saying embargo, but it's not. <laughs> um, and then I think. Maybe the Ahsoka arc. I don't know. I really like the Fives arc too. Like I only saw the first episode again with you. Yeah, the like Clones it. arcs are really good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I just find the last one the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to not know what happened. 
they would have stopped. People really like Rebels, so I'm, I'm like debating it, you know, because I know kind of what happens, but I don't know the whole thing. I just don't want to spend time with those characters because, like, I've seen a couple episodes, probably seen, I hate all of them. They're just so annoying. Yeah, they're, they're, like, it is, it literally is a kid show. Like, yeah, like with the, that cast of people. But then it's so weird that they would include, like, yeah, you know. it, well, yeah, they had to do something because Clone Wars was yeah. discontinued. Yeah. Nice. Now you're watching The Mandalorian. It is weird to see like the bad I like the bad batch arc but it's weird mm-hmm. to like see it included in season seven yeah because like it doesn't really need any it arcs is. other than the final one to be honest like I it's like awesome. the bad batch arc it's yeah like, but it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't it. fit in like the rest like I didn't watch the second one because that one's garbage but like <laughs> um yeah like that it probably should have just been a standalone arc it could have I mean it could have been that yeah I know but like yeah, yeah. I still like the bad march arc. It's just yeah. with the rest of the thing. Yeah. Wow. How refreshing. Good Star Wars. Crazy. I, I have I'm Not curious because you've only seen one season of Mandalorian. I really don't know if you like Mandalorian. They're different, Mandalorian and Clone Wars, but like mm-hmm. I don't know what you'll like more. Because I don't know what I like more still. Like I go back and forth, so Yeah. It is nice yeah. to step away from like the Sith and the Jedi. Mandalorian is so so simple too. Like the side stories, first they annoyed me, but I like came to enjoy them just because it's so like it's just so standalone and so like simple. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I like the standalone episodes, but at the same time, like in the grand scheme of the show, like I, the, first, that, yeah. the first few episodes should have been like establishing Mandalorian his character. They did that. Like I, I actually really liked the first like three episodes, hmm. and then the fourth episode I like as a standalone episode because it. And it also shows that he isn't able to like settle down, like he. he yeah, and it showed like his it like deepened his relationship or like showed what he his thinking was when it came to Baby Yoda or whatever his name, Grogu. I don't know that yet. I mean, I do, but I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was nice to see. Like from the beginning, I knew that this. Like I thought, well, not. I guess it. It kind of happened. Like I was like. Oh, this is gonna be like this hardened, cold bounty hunter is gonna be like opened up by a like a little baby like that. I like I figured that was the direction the show was gonna take. Like it, it did, but like not as much as I thought. Because yeah. it like it, it the connections that I drew like that he was that kid, that helpless like child, mm-hmm. and like it's supposed to be like to help the ones in need. It's it's so like interesting to me because Danny and you both like I've seen it after Baby Yoda was an internet sensation but like for me all I knew was the Mandalorian existed like as a show and it's like a bounty hunter that's all I knew so like to see Baby like a baby version of Yoda show up at the end of the episode oh. I was like wait when does this take place yeah, again because yeah. it takes place insane it was it was like that's why I broke the internet because everyone was so con- like because at the time like Clone Wars season like Star Wars content had not been like blown up because the sequels just happened and people were angry so yeah. yeah it's it's cool to see that like the jedi aren't a known thing anymore like their ways I know. like because yeah i mean yoda was only known like during the prequel times probably because i thought about yeah. it i was like well like he disappeared he was part yeah, of the jedi yeah. council but then he left mm-hmm. and like no one knew what happened so yeah, then he left. probably like didn't yeah and then he died like without ever leaving dagobah yeah. so like no one actually really knew what happened to Yoda or like who he was. So it's like, it's cool to see that like they're the characters are still trying to figure out. I mean, they just found out like right now at the end of season eight that like he is a Jedi, but like they think that all like of Yoda species, like that is what the Jedi are, not just like, yeah, they're just trying to get back to yeah. But it's cool to see like them try to figure out the force and like how it works and like what is actually happening. Season two is so much. Like I'm looking back. Like I like season one still. What do you give it out of ten? Like an eight? Uh, yeah, probably. It's good. Eight point five, maybe. Yeah. It's just easy. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't know any spoilers for season two. Well, I did see that one scene with with my dad. Like I know he captures Baby Yoda. Oh yeah. Oh, that's not. I I mean, like that's pretty predictable. That's all you know. Then like that's fantastic because yeah. Every okay, 
just finish the show as soon as possible. I was so scared. When you started Clone Wars, I was like, this kid needs to watch Mandalorian because TikTok and Instagram and the internet have been just blowing up with yeah. spoilers. All I saw was like Baby Yoda like just like thrashed a stormtrooper around. Yeah, that's, and then he got captured, and then yeah. he said something, and then that was the end of the episode. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good because this season is fantastic, and there's a lot of spoilers with it. So, yeah. Um, Especially, yeah, I I can't say anything because I'll spoil it. Just it's it's more it's more Star Wars Z than the other season. Yeah, it feels more connected to the grander universe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but it was nice to see like a standalone thing. No, I know. That's dang. I can't believe I don't know anything. That makes me happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird well, to see it coming from Clone Wars, knowing all these things about the Mandalorians and their people. Yeah. And then it's cool to see yeah. like this new, because like it has been like a long time. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is like after the original. Um, but yeah, it'll be cool to see how everything is going. So, so yeah. summary. Joey watched Clone Wars. <laughs> um, yes. Joey, if you've made it this far, <laughs> you shouldn't have. And um, maybe you're re-watching this after watching Clone Wars. In that case, good job. It's a good show. You did it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This is the first time I know your opinion on Clone Wars, too. <laughs> it's terrible. Look yeah. how it is. Look how sucky it is. Hmm. It's just, like, I kind of grew up with the show like i've seen it on cartoon network and it was very weird like revisiting it like I, I watched it over quarantine and i was like i watched it after mandalorian season one so very weird and then you watched all the essential drone arcs with jar jar and padme and all your yeah, favorite of course, all the essential but, yeah hmm. yeah well we have been going for an hour or so. yeah 51 minutes so um I mean, we should probably wrap it up. Nathan, did you freeze? Pretty sure you froze. Your mic broke. Nathan, my computer froze. Yeah, okay. Um, Nathan, would you like to say anything? Right, can you hear me? Text me if you can hear me. He's FaceTiming. Okay, you get to see the rest of the podcast through Nathan FaceTiming. Say hi, podcast. Yeah, I can. I can tell. Oh well. Okay, I want to wrap it up. Okay, okay. Podcast. Uh, go. Oh, I'm the host now. I think it's still recording. Okay, podcast. Uh, uh, go. Go follow our TikTok, Instagram at podcast underscore time underscore times, and do that. Yeah, and then uh. Tune in for our next episode and end it before it breaks. Okay, bye bye.